Will Taylor. Thanks for coming aboard uh, the Anatomy of a Concert Series Part 2. It's Monday <clears throat> about noon, and here I am on the land that I live on in South Austin. You may hear a chicken or two, but uh, if you're interested in following along on this journey on how I create the um, next Strings on Grass Concert Series from scratch all the way up to the first concert, uh, be sure to subscribe below. There, you can listen to this as a podcast on your device, uh, or you can uh, click on the video playlist below. Be sure to uh, become a Strings Attached uh, mailing list member by going to stringsattachedmusic.net and you can get three free tunes to get an idea of what we do. If you're new to Strings Attached and you're and you're coming from some other part of the world, you don't know what the heck it is we're doing. But um, what are the reasons I'm doing this? Part of this is an exercise uh, uh, in accountability. Number one, if I make these videos and talk about what I'm doing, um, you know, I'm putting it out there to the world, so there's a sense of, you know, I've really got to do this. You know, I'm, I'm putting it into a, into a verbal form, and therefore I'm more likely to follow through. You know, I've been producing concerts for the last 15 years, and I'm trying to up my game a little bit, and not or not just a little bit, a lot, and put it out there to the world. Maybe there's some of you who might want to be involved in that live here in the Austin community, uh, or even elsewhere. If uh, there's actually, since we have the internet, you can be involved uh, virtually. Um, but I'm also putting this information out there for other people that are interested that might find some tips that are useful to them as a creative person that presents events or a musician. Uh, maybe they can take some of these tips and apply it to their situation. And uh, thirdly, um, like I just mentioned, if there's anybody that would like to come on and be a part of the Strings Attached team, I'm always looking for volunteers and people that want to be a part of what we're doing and to help me uh, do what I do best, which is to write arrangements, work with amazing artists, and pr make an experience that everybody remembers and is removed from their day-to-day -day life and an artistic transcendent experience here at Strings on Grass in Austin, Texas. So that's my long intro. Again, subscribe to all the stuff below if you want to hear all these videos and see all these videos and become a part of our community. The, you know, the fourth goal is I'm trying to create a tribe, a tribe of people and show that it's possible for a musician or an artist to make a living in their own community. That they don't have to go out and tour and be gone and be on the road and, and spend a lot of money on gas and be in a car. That it's possible for a musician to form a tribe in their city, in their community, and make a living. So that's what I've been doing for the last 15 years and I've done it pretty successfully. And I'm trying to up, up the game on that. So love to hear your comments. Comment below. And today, what I'm getting started on, uh, I've got a lot of return calls and returned, um, actually returned emails. I almost have all of the artists uh, ready to go for the uh, eight-part monthly Strings on Grass series. I've heard back from Jimmy LaFave, Christine Albert and Chris Gage, Grace Pettis, Bob Livingston, um, who else? Dana Cooper. Um, I've had a really cool idea about doing the Abbey Road show again with um, a small band with uh, bass drums and guitar and a string quartet in a new way that we haven't done before and so I've kind of put that into the schedule um, I'm putting all the pieces together but the thing that really occurred to me this morning um, that part of this game of presenting a show presenting a series is it's it's a game of of the clock of the ticking clock and 
the minute I have somebody confirmed, which on March 14th, I've got the first artist confirmed. It is toward the end of January right now. Now it becomes a game to use every available second to get the word out and get into my, that the uh, awareness of this series into the collective consciousness of my tribe in as many ways as possible. So one of my top priorities, if I'm looking at the top of the things I want to get done first, is to get the information of the confirmed artists out there on all channels, as many channels as possible, and get that going. So number one, my, my website, uh, all the calendars, and then a thing I call, I call the default social media. So, uh, you know, I've got a huge social media presence. I want to get all those people, those thousands of people, seeing and, and hearing about, you know, what's coming up. So if I keep, if I wait and I wait till tomorrow, then I will have wasted the inventory of all those hours today when I could have had that information go out into the collective consciousness of those people on social media about the show coming up. So I want to get those, the default social media automated and set at some level so that I have at least two or three posts going out a day. And, and once that's set, then I don't have to worry about it. Then I know that at least two or three posts are going out a day and, and uh, it's, it's getting out there into the collective consciousness of my tribe. So that's what I want to get done today. I want to get some kind of default uh, social media for the series set for the next, at least the next six weeks leading up to March. It doesn't have to be something really exhaustive, but maybe just one, even just one post a day is better than nothing. So once I get that done, uh, then I also want to get the uh, website, uh, the dates that I do have confirmed up, and and start confirming the rest of the series because it's basically a countdown, um, and every second that goes by could be used for you know getting the word out, getting people excited, getting people on board um, to come to the series. Because my overall goal is to get three to five hundred people per show. I'm focusing like a laser on that, and. If we can get that, everything else will fall in place. If I have the funds, then I can outsource uh, tasks and allow, which will again allow me to focus on the experience that people are having and making that a remarkable, transcendent experience. So another thing I had today is um, <clears throat> traditionally musicians, what they try to do is they get just try to fill their calendars, you know, with as many gigs as possible and kind of be at all places all at once, omnipresent. What I'm trying to do is focus like a laser on this concert series as my main activity and that experience and not be sort of all over the place. And my um, experience with that is that works really well. It may not work for everybody um, um, since I'm an arranger and a composer and I can work with different musicians and every show can be different then I can stay in an area and you know have the same people come back kind of like a symphony orchestra program now if you're a singer songwriter that may not work as well but there's ways that you could make it work um, you could have a series in your front yard and have a different guest to sing with you or uh, whatnot and that would make an interesting show so um, Obviously, you know, some people have to just go down the road and tour and take that same show and repeat it over and over again. Um, but what I'm trying to do is focus like a laser on this concert series that we do once a month with the goal of it being enough to support, to be the main financial support of what I do as as a musician. Can I pull that off? Let's see. We're going to try. I also do weddings and parties and all that, but um, 